Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I'm your host, John Fowler. Haley is in the house today. What up, girl? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad. It's um, You know, your agent has not been real um, nice about getting you scheduled to this. The, the, the price is just extremely high. It's like, dag. It's like, so I called your agent again and finally got it negotiated and worked out. You know, I have a, I have a friend of mine. He used to uh, run the Charleston Civic Center. He said some of the um, things that these groups and, and, and performers wanted in their contract, like one of them didn't want the green M&Ms in the, in the pack in the, in the green room. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. But we're glad you're here. Yeah, glad, I'm glad to be here. Glad you made it. Now, on the intro, <clears throat> I have so many questions. Uh, on the intro uh, today, there was you dancing out in the middle of the road. Yeah. Okay, e- explain that to me and how that happened as we get into things. And get real close in, to that mic so people can hear you today. Yeah, so that was, Gospel Quest pretty much started a little bit differently. It it wasn't always Gospel Quest. Um COVID hit and the church that I was working at, we decided to do, you know, what everybody else decided to do, which was record everything and put it online on Sunday morning so that the kids still had something to watch during COVID instead of just sitting at home doing nothing. So we had filmed that as part of the Easter special because it was Easter 2020. So that was part of the Easter special where my friend, uh, it was filmed in Florida, my friend who owns a bakery in Winter Garden, Florida, um, Sweet D's Cupcakery. She let us come in and do the entire episode in her bakery. And then I was like, you know what? We need a part where I like run out and just dance in the street because that's hilarious. And so we filmed that. And um, that was one of the characters, too, that's now in Gospel Quest, uh, Chef Mimi. That's where Chef Mimi was born, pretty much. Um, she's a silly friend chef. And yeah, that's kind of all. That's that's what happened. It was just a random thing where I was like, "Let me go dance out in the street, and you get this." And so, um, but yeah, shortly after that, uh, I had I didn't wor- I I stopped working at that church, but another pastor had reached out to me and said, "Hey, I want to start this online thing. Um, can you make your videos for that?" And I said, "Absolutely." And then, unfortunately, God just you know called him to do something else, and it didn't like last very long. And then that's when you all came in and you were like, we want you to do this. Uh, I remember we were sitting down at literally at Luke and Courtney's wedding. Yes. <laughs> and you said, I want you to make our announcement videos. And then I think that is when also you when you mentioned the kids videos for Sunday morning. So that's kind of how Gospel Quest was born. Um, we at Luke uh, and Courtney's wedding. Yeah. We that's kind of crazy. Uh, went back and forth with the name because for the last for the times I did it for the church I worked at and then when I did it for that other pastor I didn't get to um I didn't get to name the show so I was like okay this time this time it's gonna be like my my thing I'm gonna name it I'm gonna be creative and I'm gonna get to do what I want because I didn't have a lot of I had a lot of I had some creative freedom with the other two um you know places I was doing it at but not as much as I do now so it's really great but I remember going back and forth with Jay about the name, and I, I, it was almost called Bible Juice. Bible Juice? Bible Juice. Really? Yeah, but he didn't like that. Cause <laughs> he didn't like it because it said it reminded him of O.J. Simpson. 
Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> no, he, said, he said, absolutely not. Like, no. And so then I came up with Gospel Quest and he was like, that's it. We like that one. So that is so cool. I just knew I wanted God. Like, I, I either wanted Bible or Gospel in the name because, you know, we wanted people to know, like, what it was when they heard it or saw it and there was no question that it was a christian show so so you grew up you grew up in in this area yeah in winfield in winfield so you grew up in winfield so where did you meet pastor jay um i met him at the depot when probably i was around like middle school eighth grade maybe seventh or eighth grade um when he's his family started going there and he started doing a lot with the youth um yeah that's that's pretty much when i met him and so when when did you start attending Winfield when it started, or or were you in Florida already? I was actually in Virginia, in Virginia. when they started the Pulse Winfield, and um, he had just invited me to come and do like dance for them and do like sign language and stuff too to a song, and and so I was so excited for that because um it, it it kind of turned into like every time I came in I would I would get to perform or do something so I was like I like this um. Uh, so that kind of happened and then, um, yeah, it just kind of shifted into like, okay, do our announcement videos. Okay. Do, cause I was already doing the announcement videos for Winfield before you had asked, I think for gas away and you had seen them and seen some of the anniversary videos I did for the pulse as well for oh, their like yeah. one year anniversary and, and some of those. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of. Just how everything started, I just already knew him, and then he was like, "Come and perform," and then he was like, "Make our announcement videos," and then right. now it's turned into this, and I love it. <laughs> and it, it really has. I mean, it's turned out to be something really, really awesome. So, what do you? And I don't, I don't know the term, but what do you call this? I mean, what, what kind of, like, if you went to school and you said, "I want to sign up for this," what is it called? Like, video. Oh, well, I mean, it would definitely be video production. Video production. Or like, okay. you know, a film degree. I actually, I studied film for literally just a semester at Liberty um, and then switched to theater, but then eventually graduated with a degree in next generation ministry. So literally kids ministry and developmental psychology. Um, so yeah, I te- I have a degree in ministry and psychology and um, I'm glad that I'm doing this, at least doing this with it. So uh, I'm putting it to use this way. Um but yeah, other than that, I kind of just taught myself how to do everything. I had a YouTube channel when I was in middle school and it was just, you know, silly videos with my neighbors. We had a show called The News Show and mm-hmm. we just reported fake news. <laughs> like it wasn't real news or anything. It was just all fake. But it's nothing and, any different than what they're reporting now. So yeah. <laughs> it's probably more fun. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. We had a lot of stupid and silly episodes where there was like a different theme and every episode there was like pajama day or blue day or proper day or yeah just all this stupid fun stuff and then i also made america or yeah american girl doll videos with my dolls <laughs> did you really i did yeah um yeah That's crazy. i would like set them up and like move them around and make them talk or i would do like a stop motion where i would um uh like take pictures of them so they would dance and stuff and Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was really fun. But I just kind of taught myself on Windows Movie Maker and then eventually graduated to iMovie. And now I'm in d- doing a Gospel Quest with Final Cut. And it's just all been me teaching myself how to do things. I mean, a lot of people will watch Gospel Quest and be like, that is so impressive. And I'm like, it's actually like really simple, but thank you. <laughs> does, it, does it take a lot of time, though? I mean, like, let's, let's say, you know, most of your most of your Gospel Quests are what, between... Five and fifteen minutes, yeah, 10, 15 minutes. fifteen minutes. So how long? How long of a time do you put into that? I mean, I know there's a lot of prep time. 
I mean, with this show, there's a lot of prep time, just like your shows. I mean, is it hours and hours? Um, yeah, the writing process takes, can take a while. Uh, filming, usually I can film one in about 30 minutes, maybe a little bit longer if there's like a part that I just keep messing up on and can't get, and that happens sometimes. Um, and sometimes Brent, my husband, is in them too. He takes a little bit longer to film them because sometimes he gets like all choked up on the words and he's like that sentence is too hard and i'm like no it's not so <laughs> now do you have the do you have a teleprompter that has all of I it do, in there yeah do i you? wish i could memorize all that every week but no we use the teleprompter so for me it's really easy for me to just read it and go through it really fast but him sometimes he's like oh, i can't see it or something and i never um, was very good with the teleprompter <laughs> now christy christy's really good with the teleprompter but me I'm not a fast reader, so I'd be yeah. in really bad shape. I'm good at it. I That is one thing I will brag about. I'm pretty good at it. And that's yeah, just reading. because I've been doing it for so long with, with the show. And um, But after that, the editing process is probably what takes the longest. Maybe. I, I don't know. Sometimes it depends. Um, but editing can take a really long time, especially if there's like a lot of clips we want to put in or like effects or just stuff like that. And um yeah, I don't know. Well, let's uh, let's t- let's talk about a couple things here. Let's talk about, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and switch uh, to uh, another uh, another video here that I want to show here in just a few minutes that I think you'll really like, and I want to ask you about it. Okay, so this is kind of like your resume, your resume, mm-hmm. your resume. That's what I always call it. Okay, so you have uh, Gaylord uh, Palms Resort and Water Park. Yes. Is that something you still do? I do, yeah. Now, I, what is that? I It's a resort in Florida, and I work there on, on Saturdays as a dancing pink alligator named Ava. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Um, I got into that last Christmas. Um, I had just performed at Universal for their Halloween Horror Nights, and I was a spooky... Um, I guess I was called a specter, but it was really cool because I had this really cool light effect. So I didn't have to like really jump out and scare people. I could just turn on my face and they would get scared. So it was cool because it was like solid black and then I would turn it on and it was like a glowing face. Um, so that one was fun. And then I had a friend in the cast with me that said, hey, I know somebody at Gaylord. Her name was Jess. Shout out to Jess. Um, she said, I know somebody at Gaylord Palms because she worked there. And she was like, do you want me to give you their email and you can contact them? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So that's how I got in. Um, at Christmas, and I originally started there as um, Nutmeg, the gingerbread man, and um, yeah, and then I started doing the Adventure Kids. We have Seth the Sea Turtle and Ava the Alligator, and they have written these shows, and it's so cute. They just started um, spreading them out all over to the other Gaylord Palms, well, not Gaylord Palms, but there's like, um, Gaylord Palms is the one in Florida, but there's like the Gaylord National, um, Gaylord Texan, and then there's one in the Rockies and one in Tennessee, I think, too. Um, and they have, uh, like, written all these really cool characters that are specific to whatever state. Like, we have an alligator and a turtle because it's Florida. And the other states have um, their specific animals and a cute little show. And it's all about, like, um, ours is a lot about uh, ocean, like, preserving the ocean and conservation and um, just reminding kids, like, to recycle and, you know, keep our alligators and our turtles safe. And it's really cute. I mean, it's a so lot cool. of fun. So I get to dance and have fun, but also, you know, spread a good message. So, so how did it come about for you to go to work for Disney? Oh, that, well, <laughs> well, I did the Disney College program in 2016. And um, 
I did children's activities for that, and I loved it so much. Um, I got to work at the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian Resorts, so I hosted games by the pool, trivia, just really fun stuff by the pool, and then at night we would do a campfire and then set up a big inflatable screen for a movie night. Um, so I just, it's funny, I joke and say I was the glorified camp, camp counselor, but it was a really, really fun role because I got to have fun with the kids at the resort where they were like, you know, parents are relaxing, kids are having a fun time playing the games, and it's just a different vibe from working in the parks where everything is like, go, 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 so, yeah. So when they, so you went through that program, and then, so when you're at Disney, because you spend time at Universal too, right? Yeah. Okay, so when you're at Disney, what do you do at Disney? Well, um, I decided to move back. After my college program, I went back to Virginia, where I had my princess company there. And then I decided to move back to Florida in 2019, and I did the Bippity Boppity Boutique there for a while. And that's where um, you're a fairy godmother in training, and you transform the boys and girls into princesses and princes and knights and all this really fun stuff. And you do their hair, their makeup and nails, or for the boys, you do like the, um, we had this like special stuff we'd put in their hair and maybe spike up their hair or we'd turn them into a knight. It was just a lot of fun, really, really cool stuff. Um, but right now, I work at Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, Jungle Cruise. So if you ride Jungle Cruise and you have the skipper that tells jokes on the boat, I do that too. Really? Yeah. So what about the, um, what about that? Like you posted on your Facebook, um, you know, cause you just had a birthday and uh, happy birthday belated. Thank well, I got you. to wish you happy birthday you early, did, yeah. early. So, um, I remember getting this bill from you on a mermaid outfit. You remember that? No. Yeah. You sent a bill to me on the, on the mermaid outfit and then you're swimming through the uh, through the water, where was that taken at? Because well, you used it at Gospel Quest. Well, all the mermaid footage. Um, Maybe it wasn't a bill for that. <laughs> Maybe it was a bill for your vacation or something. No, no, it was, <laughs> it was honestly probably something for a costume. Right. Because if there's like a special like costume for the theme, like right. like you know for like a pirate theme or like a whatever. I look at that bill Star and I Wars think, theme, what is she alien. doing now? <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, the mermaid stuff in the theme song was filmed on my 25th birthday when I got to swim with manatees again. And then I used that footage for our Finding Jesus Under the Sea episode. Okay. Because I thought that would be fun. Um, and then this the picture that I just posted for my for this year's birthday, that was taken at Alexander Springs in Florida. Oh, wow. So, so, yeah. so who, who was filming? Um, a photographer named Vince, he, uh, he's in Florida. Um, he just took pictures of me, but all the footage from the Finding Jesus Under the Sea episode was filmed by Jasmine. She is, she was like our guide for the manatee, like, like, um, swimming with the manatee. She was our guide and she's also a mermaid. So I had asked, Hey, when I come and swim with the manatees, can I wear my tail? And she said, yeah, absolutely. And then she surprised me by getting like a bunch of footage of me as a mermaid. And I was like, this is great. Cause I never had any of me swimming underneath the water and she got a lot of really cool shots that I'm still obsessed with to this day. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it's really awesome. We want to show, uh, and the clips are just a, probably a little bit too long, but you can't, you can't like leave a certain part of it out. So, I mean, you know, you try to keep a, a video clip at, you know, around 30 seconds, but I want you to watch this. And this is one of the episodes of uh, gospel quest 
that Haley does uh, on Sunday morning for the uh, Winfield campus as well as the Gasway campus of the Pulse. Let's pretend you're the star quarterback for a football team or you're the star of a Broadway show. You've been the star for a few years. You've won a championship and an MVP trophy. You've won a Tony for best actor or actress and best musical. You're the face of the team and one of the top stars in the NFL. You're a Broadway star and the face of New York City. But during the off season, the team drafts a new quarterback. You're recast in the musical. You're replaced by not just anyone, but the number one pick, who's the very best in the business. You know this new person was picked to replace you, but you're not ready to be replaced just yet. So what do you do? You train harder, you practice longer, you push yourself harder than ever, knowing there's only one way to save your job. You have to win, and you have to win big. You have to win because if you lose, you're going to lose your job. I want a boy! Yes, Mr. Coach for you. You're fired! Okay. The same can be said for any athlete in any sport and any performer on Broadway. If you win, you keep your job. If you lose, you lose it. If you get great reviews for the show, you keep the role. If you don't, well, you might be replaced and you lose the role. There's nothing to be gained by losing. So tell us about that series that uh, that you taught on Gospel Quest that goes along with that video. Yeah. Where did that come from? That was Upside Down. Um, I believe, yeah, that was for uh, the month of Easter. And I need to go back because I can't remember what exactly the Bible story was for that episode. But it was basically, I think it was about how you lose to gain, like uh, to, to lose is to gain, with what Jesus said about that. But... It was all about Jesus's upside down way of living and how basically he came to the world and turned it upside down because he lived such a different way than everybody was living back in the, you know, I mean, back then and even now, even Christians are called to live differently than everybody in the world around them. And um, it's kind of what we're doing at VBS this week, too, with the keepers of the kingdom. We're teaching them that the world um, just has, will give you all these like empty promises and everything like that. But Jesus tells us to live this specific way and um, we can put on the armor of God and go out and live that way. Um, but yeah, that series was for the Easter month, and basically it was all talking about Jesus and the way that he lives and the, the, um, how we should want to live like he lived. And um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it was, just yeah, about Jesus. When I was... I gotta stop that. Hold on a minute. Let me turn ah! that off. Stop. Stop. <laughs> there it stopped. It, it's it, The only thing about this program, sometimes you have to like, uh, you know turn that off and fix that and all that stuff you know how it goes yeah you're behind the camera you know how it works but when you think about when you think about gospel quest and you think about how god has just orchestrated everything together and you think about uh, you know you you all being involved with ministry i mean is that to continue the future of what you feel like that god wants you to do well, I certainly hope so. I mean, like I said, I got my degree in like next generation ministry. Um, so I've always wanted to continue working in ministry however I can, whether that's like full time or even part time. Um, but I hope to do Gospel Quest for as long as I can. Um, and then I honestly, I'm hoping maybe one day when there's when we can't do it anymore, 
Brent and I can teach somebody else here how to do it or like even a kid from one of the campuses will grow up and want to do it and yeah I can just teach them how to do it and keep it going because um I really love it I I get so excited to do them sometimes it can be a little bit stressful but but I really love doing them and I really love that the kids love them I when I was at like when we were figuring it all out and Jay was you know we were talking and and just discussing everything that was my biggest worry was that the kids were not going to like it at all and like they were going to think I was lame and you know just out of touch and not funny and I was like okay but but yeah they told me that they thought it was hilarious and then I remember the first time I went to Winfield um after they had watched them and all the kids thought I was famous and I'm like I'm not famous I make these in my living room guys (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny so well I mean when you think about you know, all the things that, that God allows you to do with this thing. And I, I think it's, like I say, I think it's well done. I mean, it's like when Christy's uploading their video, I'm always the guy that's, I'm listening to it and watching it because I, I get interested. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking, man, that's that's really cool. I got to talk to you about a couple things uh, after we watch this video. And hopefully you can give me some uh, clear vision because I don't have a clue. Uh. If you're ready to turn life upside down and walk with Christ, we invite you to make that decision today. It may not always be easy and you will have your struggles, but the more you strive to live like Jesus, the more God will bless you and others through your faithfulness. We can win by losing. We can gain by sacrificing. We can take up our cross and follow Jesus to new life, living upside down so that others can find their way to Jesus. (laughs) Duh. Did you get your verse memorized this month? For as heaven is higher than earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 9. The phantom of the Bible wisdom nugget is here inside your mind. And, and I put this in here because I, I put the bloopers in. Oh, no. Because we got to talk about the bloopers, ah. you know, because it's really funny. And I see you have me as an executive producer. I don't know what I do. Well, you, <laughs> it's you, fun. you fund it. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's hysterical. Well, I got my cats as my production assistant, too. That's funny. And I've got to ask you, once this plays, i got to ask you about this. Uh, uh, right off the bat. No, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're doing good, kid. That's <laughs> good. Upside down. Sylvia Pemberton. Sylvia Pemberton. Okay. Like Is that, that a real person? Why don't you no. come over here and do it in the mic? <laughs> I feel weird. I dreamed a dream. I was upside down. That's <laughs> so good. Okay. I'm just afraid I'm not going to hit the note. Okay. That was so awful. Good. I wish I had my little Tony award to go. Because I have a little Tony. Turning our life up. What are you doing? Oh. Science. Uh, I think three, three burps. Loser. <laughs> what an awkward face. Let me do that again. I can't. I literally can't. Ready? Just go. Literally, just look at me. Okay. <laughs> 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 not do it. 
everyone. It's supposed to be serious. Where's my doggy? Bring my doggy. Bye bye. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's so goofy. That's B-roll, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Where did the where did the burp come from? I mean, I I, I, I mean, I'm literally I didn't know this in, until I'm listening to uh, you know Christy and I have we have an office at home and we have a one desk that is she can sit on one side and I can sit on the other. I have a computer. She has a computer, and I, so I can't see you, but I'm listening. Yeah. And I hear you burp, and I'm thinking. What in the world is it? Has that been something from the very beginning up to now? And where did it come from? I can't remember what series it started. Pretty, I mean, yeah, pretty much right around the beginning. Um, I would burp every when we filmed every episode because I just burp all the time. Right. Even at VBS, I'm lady burps a lot. Um, <laughs> I have IBS. <laughs> I don't know if that's TMI, but... That makes me burp a lot. And then right before I got married, I got my gallbladder removed. And that makes me burp even more. So sometimes I just do it like mid-sentence when like I don't even notice. And then I'm like, oops, sorry. So <laughs> it just kind of happens. But I started burping when we were filming. And I was like, you know what? I think they might find that funny. I'm going to put it in the bloopers. And then I started just consi- like putting them in. And then all of a sudden one day I didn't. And Isaac was like, you have to put them in every single time because the kids went crazy because there was no burp. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that they like, That's hysterical. you know, like looked at it like that. I, I just thought it was a funny blooper. And he was like, no, it's a staple now. You have to have one in like every episode. So that is so funny. Yeah. So so do you ever have a parent ask you, it's like, why do you teach my kid to burp? Have you ever had anybody? Thankfully, no. I mean, because it's not part of the main episode, so it's always part of the bloopers. Right. And I think the kids get that, too. Like, it's just like, oh, something silly at the end of the credits. Like, I don't do it in the lessons ever because those, you know, I want to be serious about what the lesson is, but also have fun with it. Um, so, yeah, the bloopers are always really crazy. With and That was Brent, my husband, and him, too, with me. That's a, So where do you two meet? Well, um, we did not... Please don't tell me prison. No, please. (laughs) No, we did not have a, like, meet-cute, like it's called nowadays, where you meet in a cute setting. It's called a meet-cute. We didn't really have that. We actually met... um, That's a term, really? Yeah, meet-cute. I'm so old. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of that. A meet-cute. Yeah, we did not really have that. Well, I guess we kind of did. I don't know. So, we actually met online with, like, Instagram and I had messaged him and said, oh, my gosh, is that the purple wall? Because he had a picture at the purple wall at Disney. And then it was just all history from there. I kind of I guess I made the first move by by doing that and um, messaging him and saying, is that the purple wall at Disney? Um, and it was. And then we realized we both love Disney. I was living in Virginia and he was living in Pennsylvania at the time. Now, where's he from? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. And that's where he was living. And so. We had talked just and talked on the phone and texted for two months. We started talking in like December of 2018. And then we started dating and we met in person in February of 2019. And so that was when we started like officially dating. But he was still living in Pennsylvania and I was living in Virginia. And we were like, well, I guess we should just, you know, try and try to make long distance work. But um, ultimately, after we made it official and started dating, um, like a a week later, I was accepted to work at Disney at the, or like I got the job for the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And then the very next day he got accepted into the Disney college program. 
So oh, then wow. we, yeah, we ended up, I, I moved to Florida in March of 2019, and then he moved later in, like, May or June. And so, see, I just burped you there. You did. I did. I, I heard that. Yep. I, I do that sometimes when I drink coffee. <laughs> I'll, I'll grab the, the mute button real fast. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink a lot of pop either. I just drink water, and wa- even water makes me burp. So That's so funny. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so so that was kind of a really cool God thing. Like We were like, we don't know how this is going to work because we're in two separate states. And then God was like, you know what, wait a week, and then <laughs> you'll find out you're both moving to Florida. And we knew that was where we wanted to end up, too. When we started dating, um, we had said... Like, oh, we would both love to live in Florida. Like, that's where we want to end up. And just because I was still, you know, obsessed with it from my college program and just how fun it is to, you know, be around the parks all the time. Um, so, yeah, it was just it was a God thing that I we started dating a week later. I got the job. And then the day later, he got the job. Like, it was wow. it just happened so fast. So Now, is he goofy? Um. Or are you the goofy Only one? with me. He's very goofy with me, but, like, nobody else. He's got to really, really know you before he's goofy. Right. Uh, so when you first meet him, he's a little, not, not like, shy. Like, he'll talk to people, but, like, he's a little more reserved, whereas I will hug you and slap you on the back and be like, hi, best friend, like, the first time I meet you, so. Right. Well, that's, I mean, you all seem like you're just two peas in a pod, so to speak. <laughs> well, let me ask you something. When, um... When you think about Gospel Quest and you think about, you know, how God has has done some really tremendous things in your life, what do you tell that person that may be watching now or later or listening to it on the, on the radio station? What do you tell that person that may be going through the rough time? And how do you implement Gospel Quest and comedy and, and the different things that you do to, to resonate, hey, there's a better day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How do you tell people that? That's a hard thing to tell people because I feel like always when you're going through something horrible, you always feel like that's all you'll ever know is that horrible time. And I think a lot of people forget how the past things that they've gone through, you know, they've gone through them and now they don't think about them as much or, you know, something like that. I I kind of, um, I guess I stay along the lines of saying, you know, God will get you through this. Like, it's so hard right now, and that's, I know that's all you can see. But, like, I'm praying for you. There's other people praying for you, especially, you know, if you've got a church family, and you can go to them and say, hey, I'm going through this extremely hard time. Obviously, if you're at a good church, I'd hope that they, you, you know, would sit down and, and start praying with you and then eventually um, follow up on that prayer and keep praying for you through that whatever you're going through. Um, so I definitely stay along those lines of, of saying that, but also saying, you know, it's a little cliche, but time, you know, it really does just take time to get through things and, um, that time heals all wounds. Like, I don't think that time heals wounds, God heals wounds, but I think it takes time. And so I stick to kind of saying that because sometimes God is not immediately going to heal your wounds and he will take his time. But at the end of the day, like he's God, he can do whatever he wants. And if that's what... It takes for, like, if that's what he wants for you, like, maybe taking that time for you to get through that builds your character. It builds, you know, your testimony. And then down the road, you tell your testimony of this hard time that God, like, you know, I'm not going to say that God wants us to suffer. He, like, You know, I don't think he likes to watch his children suffer. But I also think that, you know, with not immediately healing you or immediately fixing your problem, he's you know, building you for maybe later on in life when you're telling that that um, testimony where you say, I went through this, I struggled, but 
I focused on God and I built my relationship with him. Does that, oh, I hope that makes sense because I had, you know, I mean, one of the hardest times in my life was I had a foot surgery on my left foot and um, a bunch of people were praying for me, you know, praying that I wouldn't have to have the surgery and they were all, you know, which it was great. I appreciated all the prayers, but I was honestly thinking, I was like, at the end of the day, I, I'm definitely, I, I think I'll still have to get this surgery. And then after, after the surgery and it was all over, and I was, you know, better and not struggling as much with my, you know, foot. I was so thankful that I had to go through that surgery because it really just was a time where all I had was God. I did, I couldn't dance. I couldn't perform. Um, I had also, you know, lost someone really special to me that I was, um, a, like, a, well, I'll just be honest. It was a guy that I was, you know, date, potentially dating and really wanted to marry. But I kind of had that taken away from me. I had... Um, my dancing taken away from me. And I, I honestly felt like it was a time where God was like, I'm going to take everything away from you so you can focus on me because I was putting everything before him. I was putting that person, that guy before him. I was putting my dancing before him. And I just didn't really notice I was doing that. I was honestly like, well, I perform for God, but, um, I guess God, I guess God was kind of like, here's a newsflash, like you're like kind of not anymore and it's becoming more of like an idol. And so for him to really take all of that away and be like, now you have to focus on me. I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, this is such a good like testimony for me. And like, if I hadn't gone through that, I don't know where I would be today. Like, I don't know if I would still you know, be putting these things above God. And so that really changed my attitude to now that every time that I get to perform or I get to make a gospel quest video, I do think in the back of my mind, like, I'm so grateful to be doing this because I could still, you know, be in my, my wheelchair and not, not to say that people in wheelchairs can't make videos and do things, but it was, you know, it was harder and I had to rely on a lot of people. But, um, yeah, I just, I always have that in the back of my mind that I'm so grateful that I am doing better. I'm so grateful that I am healthy and I'm so grateful that I even get to do this for the kids at Winfield and Gasway because again, I, I couldn't be doing it. I could, you know, be doing something totally different that um, would maybe have changed my life and be on a completely different path. But this is a really long answer, but, no, it's great. but to answer your question, yeah, I honestly think that these t hard times in our lives, you know, build up our character. They make us better people. At least I hope they do. And um, honestly, too, if you're struggling, I think even like a Christian therapist or something, too, can help you get through those things, too. Because if it's not like for me, it was more of a physical thing. Like I was um, physically not able to do anything with my foot. But, you know, for other people that struggle a lot with like mental health or um, depression and anxiety, like a lot of people sometimes feel like the church doesn't care about those things. But I think that, and I've seen, I've seen, you know, a lot of different situations, but I think that if you go to a therapist that is going to help you, but also not kind of take away your focus on God, I think that's helpful too, because even if you're struggling with the mental health and the, and the things like that, God can get you through that, but it's still okay, you know, to go to somebody else for help to help you get through that as well. Because, Sometimes I struggle with a lot of anxiety and sometimes my brain is like, all of these people don't like you and they all hate you. And that's not true. And I know that's not true, but my brain is literally saying something else. Right. So I just think, you know, getting help like that too helps. But 
anyways, all this suffice to say is 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 that God can get you through these hard times, but as well as like you know other people and professionals can help you get through these hard times. But at the end of the day, you know God is the one that's that's leading your life and directing your life, and you know He's got a great plan for you. And maybe that this this hard time, maybe just maybe, is going to like bring you closer to Him. And how how can you look at it from that point of view? When you when you're sitting behind the camera <clears throat> and the microphone, and you're preparing a Gospel Quest program, and you and I have never talked about this off camera, so I'm just just going to hit it with you here just to see what your thoughts are. When you see what's going on in the world today and this assault on on our children within this world today. And I mean, what do you think? Do you think that gospel quest is making that difference to help change that person that may be questioning their gender mm-hmm. or they may, may be questioning, uh, you know, reality as it is today. I mean, do you think that, do you think that we're covering the basis or is that something that we need to stay out of and just preach Jesus? Or, I mean, you see what's going on in the world today. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what's your thoughts? Um, honestly, I think it's a good combination of both, of just preaching Jesus and preaching the message that he spoke, which was love and loving everybody. But um, I honestly, you know, whatever the Bible says is what Gospel Quest is going to say and, and, and what we're going to teach. Like we teach the Bible, we teach the gospel, we teach what Jesus said. And so that is such a hot topic though. Um, and obviously, you know, living in Florida, it's, it's a lot more prevalent too. I feel like because I've lived, I'm from West Virginia, lived here my whole life. And then when you move there, it's a little bit of like, Oh wow. Hello everyone. (laughs) So, um, yeah, honestly, I think that we should just keep staying on the message of like, I would never make gospel quest like political in that sense. But I will, you know, make Gospel Quest say what, what Jesus did and what Jesus said and what Jesus did, even if other people disagree, and try to write the Bible to fit this generation. Mm-hmm. I saw something that said that on Facebook the other day, and I was like, that's really good. Like, I feel like there's a group of people that are trying to say, you know, Jesus' Jesus's message is, is love, but he also said this when he didn't say that, you know? I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of that, too, so... Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's always going to focus on what the Bible says, what Jesus teaches, and just spreading that message of love, but also, you know, not being hateful to anybody who believes differently than you. I say that a lot in Gospel Quest. Like, it's like if you come across people or kids in school that believe completely differently than you, like, how are you going to lead them to Christ if you just give them the impression that you hate them? So... I think that's a big thing that we've got to focus on right now, too, as, as Christians, is just delivering this message in love and not completely making them hate themselves after a conversation with you. Sure. So, yeah, that's I think awesome. I think that Gospel Quest will always focus on the positive, but also be extremely honest in what the Bible says and what Jesus said. That's pretty awesome. And now, as we wind up here, let me ask you a question. Have you, do you, have you ever dealt with animals much? I know your cat's on your show sometimes, but like in Disney or anything like that, do you deal with... No. No, no so just my cats. No, no animals. Well, so and, and swimming with manatees. Do you, do you have a desire to be that front person at SeaWorld? Oh, you know, no. feeding the fish and talking to the crowds and all that. And and then let me ask you this final <laughs> question. What what about the 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 worst 
thing that could happen to you while performing? Oh, what is um, what what was that? Hmm. Well, I mean, not worse, but maybe funny. Something that happened that was not in the script. Well, I mean, I've had a lot of like costume mishaps where my shoe has fallen off. Like I was in a point dance once and my ribbons just completely came undone. It looked awful. I hate watching that video. It looks awful. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I Honestly, I can't think of anything funny because you I forget lines or. Yeah, well, you can cover. Oh, OK, I've got a good one. I've got a good one. Um, see, I'm a perfectionist, so everything that has gone wrong with me, I walk off the stage and cry because I'm like, that was horrible. I can't believe I messed up. <laughs> but there was a funny time in my senior year school play at TVCS um, where for a hot second, uh, the two guys that were playing my henchmen, I don't know. I don't quite remember. Like, I don't remember whose like fault it was. But they just like missed their cue, and I was on stage with you know the other actors in the play, and we just kind of had to like look at each other and just kind of improv and keep going because they weren't coming out. And I remember that was really funny. But also during that whole show, we were you know improving in scenes we were nobody missed their cue. We were just being silly and stuff. So, but that one was definitely really funny because for about like two minutes we just kept going on and like like um, in the play. We were acting like ducks because they were telling the story of, like, I think the ugly duckling. And so we were all, like, acting like ducks and stuff. And, um, yeah, so we just had to kind of keep going until they came out. And they finally came out. And it was just, like, I think I was, like, jumping around and telling a little story about how, like, um, I don't know, I jumped this way. and I, But I was like, I jumped this way and quick, quick, quick. It, it was just so funny. So I think that's got to be the funniest because, like I said, if I ever mess up, I go off and I'm like, Ugh. nothing and at I'm Disney. Just so upset. Nothing ever happened to Disney. Thankfully, no, not yet. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of like funny stories about like kids and stuff I've encountered at Disney, but um, definitely, yeah, have not really messed up. So to say, sometimes I like flub a punchline of a joke on Jungle Cruise. I've done that before. And honestly, my first cruise, I was like devastated because I was like, this was awful. And everybody was like, no, it's not like you're fine. And I was like, again, I'm like, if it's not perfect, I am like, don't put my name on it. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, I mean, that's good, though. I mean, it's a that's a good thing. Now, you're in town. You're in town for Bible school at uh, at our Winfield campus, um, which is at uh, 5368 Big Tyler Road. Not Big Tyler, but uh, Route 34. I don't know why I thought that. In in Winfield. And um, so I've got the graphic on the screen here. So what's going on tonight? Because, I mean, even though we really can't date it because, you know, people could be listening to this five years from now. Yeah. But so what's been going on? Has it been good? Yeah, it's been amazing. So... Each night we talk about, like, a different piece of the armor. Um, well, Monday night was the two kingdoms, like, God's good kingdom and then the bad kingdom of the world, pretty much, about, like I said, how the world kind of looks shiny and has all these empty promises, but it's ultimately, like, um, ultimately probably going to lead you in a really bad direction if you focus on the world a lot more than focusing on, you know, God and focusing on his plan for you. So that was day one. Day two was the belt of truth. Day three was last night, which was the breastplate of righteousness and the shoes of peace. Tonight is going to be the shield of faith. And then tomorrow is, oh, well, 
I think tonight is, yeah, the shield and the helmet, the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation. And then tomorrow night, which is the last night, is um, the sword of the spirit, which is, you know, the word of God, the Bible. So, so it's a whole week of just talking about the spiritual armor of God that we put on to go out into the world. And like the tagline says, standing strong in today's battle for truth. And um, like you mentioned, the world has just a lot of different opinions on a lot of different things. And I feel like we're really divided and there's such a clear divide of, of people who believe one thing and people who believe another. And so basically it's just a really awesome thing to um, teach kids like, well, we believe in what Jesus says and this is how we can put on that spiritual armor and go out into the world and love like Jesus. And one of our songs even says, go, 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 love, love, love. So um, it's just kind of how do we basically our focus is how do we create disciples of Christ that are going to go out and love on everybody, preach the truth and yeah, be that hopefully be that shining light in somebody's life where they might not have anybody else. Do you ever think Gospel Quest will be on the road? Be on the road? Oh, yeah. I don't know. That'd be cool. Like, I mean, like at the other campuses and, and oh, doing oh. different things to where you could. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see I'd like to see someday where you record a gospel quest a show in front of a live audience that would be really i think fun. that would be really they cool they probably would be astounded at how many times i make mistakes though and be like that's, wow <laughs> that's all part of it that's just just how it how it works well let me tell you something it's awesome having you a part of this uh part of this ministry i never thought that i would ever get to do what i get to do Aww. and to have fun and uh to be a part of this and and having you on board and and uh and just what God's going to do and what he is doing, it's just pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, it just really is awesome. And if you're if you're watching today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, all you have to do is just, just tell him that you're sorry and just repent of your sins. You don't have to name every one of them. Just tell, just tell him that you're sorry. And, and you want to turn away from those things, which is what the word repent means. And just accept him into your heart and life and believe by faith. Get in a Bible-believing church. If you need a Bible, we'll send you one free of charge, courtesy of the Pulse WV Live. you have any final comments or at least leave us with a burp? Oh, I wish I could. I mean, I've already burped like three times during this thing. I wish I could, <laughs> so there, but I got nothing now. You got um, nothing now. Basically, oh, I guess to elaborate on what you said is, yeah, I really hope that um, maybe one day we can see this in other churches too. And um, at least here in West Virginia, I'd love it, you know. <clears throat> if it's just a West Virginia thing, that'd be cool. It's the next, it's the tutors of, you know, of kids ministry in West Virginia. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I just, like you said, um, I, I did want to say one thing cool about what we taught the kids this week about salvation is um, we have <clears throat> other churches do the ABCs, but we actually did um, admit, believe, and forever receive. And I thought that was cute because it's a rhyme about you know accepting god accepting jesus as your savior and becoming a child of god but yeah it's a little that's bit different so cool. than the abcs i like the forever receive i, th I think that's really cool because um the abcs are like admit believe um and then confess but i like admit believe or forever receive because it just gives i think that sounds a lot more hopeful because once you become a Christian, like it's like a daily walk of, you know, taking up your cross, but to follow Jesus, but you're also forever receiving like his blessings, his grace, his mercy and his joy. And um, so I like that saying. Amen. 
Hey, man, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so Please. much for having me. Oh, it's awesome. Please share, like, and subscribe. Let people know. And uh, this will be going around the world in no time. Wee! Absolutely. <laughs> You'd like to be a part of this ministry by praying for us, but not only that, but financially supporting this ministry, you can text the word PULSE to one 244 3187 You could go to the PulseChurch.com, give through PayPal, or mail your love gift to P.O. Box 561, Eleanor. I always do this with Jay, but he doesn't get it. I always say this, uh, 561, Eleanor, E-L-E-A-N-O-R-E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> he, he never gets that. Uh, West Virginia. Two five, you, you got it. Two five, it. Two five zero seven zero. Thanks for listening and watching the Pulse WV Live and network that beats to the heart of God. <laughs>